Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, so uh, inner sight. So I had to go to the store today. I'm not going to mention the name because uh, they didn't pay us to mention their name. But a big, big supermarket chain store. And, uh, you know, for the, for the, for the 5,000th time, a millionth time that you have to go through the whole business of, uh, not being able to, uh, read the labels. So I'm standing there at the, uh, customer service and the woman starts making excuses and telling me, oh, everybody's busy, there's no, uh, uh, we don't have anybody to help you and all that, blah, blah, blah. And finally, she comes out with this stupid statement, uh, you know, that that I have to bring somebody with me to read the, the labels, you know. Well, that's when I told her, you know, that statement could lead to a lawsuit. It's terrible. So she uh, finally started to help me, and I'm thinking to myself, how how condescending this whole thing is, and why it's condescending? Because the government allows it to be that way. I mean. You you walk into any place, and by law, there has to be clear, concise label. Now, that law does not apply to us. And somebody said to me uh, later on, uh, the smartphone can can read the, uh, read the label. I don't know if that's true or not. It can if you put it, it in. I don't know how to do that. I've never used that. Okay. And, you know, the point is, what if you don't have a phone like that? What if you don't want yeah, exactly. a phone like that? Yeah. What if the damn phone breaks? <laughs> you know? Or you drop it and lose it or whatever. Who who knows? You know? But you see, that that's part of, of being condescending. Because yeah. they put it on us. Mm-hmm. It should be on us to read these labels. They should be there, no matter what, whether you have a, a phone or not. Because if something happens to the phone, and now you're you're in trouble. You can't read anything. Same thing with out on the street. Okay, my phone tells me. Uh, uh, with, with, with some prompting, it doesn't do it all the time. Or, you know, I have to keep on pumping it and asking it. Tells me what street I'm at, right? And uh, the, the the address supposedly that that I'm in front of, right? But again, suppose you don't have a phone. Suppose the damn thing doesn't work. Suppose you forget to charge it up. There's so many supposes here, oh, yeah. which leads me leads us to believe that 
that these things should be there like they're there for everybody else. And the reason they're not there, I've come to the conclusion, is because the government wants us to be frustrated and die and, and, and give up and and drift toward a nursing home. That's what they want. Exactly. Now, stop interrupting me. Sorry, I think it's Hold a great... Right, I'll get off one. Hold on. I'm here, to, but call for me. The government wants us to drift. They don't. If that's not true, then why do they have them? Why don't they get rid of the damn things and let us remain in our own homes? And, and, and let the agencies raise money to provide help in a person's home and pass a law that your, your, your disability money is yours no matter for as long as you're disabled and get rid of this stupid stuff where uh, they, they have to be in your business all the time. You know why they're in your business? And that's very condescending. You know why they're in your business? Again, because they want you to go into a damn nursing home. That's why. That's the real reason behind all this recertification crap and everything else. They want to annoy us enough, cause us to be mentally uh, uh, breakdown and, and so on and so forth, and some people deal it deal with it better than others, obviously. Now, if I'm wrong and they don't want us to go into nursing homes and, and they're not trying to push us in that direction, then get rid of the damn nursing homes. Well, you don't need them. But the fact is that they're not getting rid of them. They're there. And a lot of people fall into that trap. A lot of people who are trying to keep people out of nursing homes, a lot of loved ones trying to keep people out, are using all their resources, all their money, And what's going to happen, I hate to say it, to most of those people, the people that are trying to help them are going to run out of money or they're not going to be able to do it anymore or they're going to stop before they run out of money because they have no choice. They got to take care of their family and themselves. That particular way of dealing with people is set up on purpose so that you'll go to a nursing home. They'll make you spend your money for some time to keep the person out, and they know it's going to last. You know, it's like the the, the, uh, victim. It's like the... the, uh, the person waiting for the victim to get weak enough before they can attack them. That's exactly what it's like. And that's what's going on.
in this country. More and more, and they agree that that's how the world is. That's how this country is. That they want to keep you in control. They want to use you to keep getting money. And that's a very, very condescending attitude. The whole idea, the whole setup of these programs that are supposed to help you stay out of a nursing home are the epitome of of condescending. Just look at them. What do they do? They set you up. They drag you along for a year, maybe more. Then they turn around and discover something that is going to put you into a nursing home or or some reason why they can't help you. After after the agency that's supposed to help you has taken in all that money from the government and used the person to get it the paperwork, the case, whatever whatever you call it, in of itself is very condescending. It should not be conducted that way. It should not be allowed. You know? And that's why in a site as the solution, a person is disabled, they're qualified. That's all you need to know. know, Independently wealthy, and they don't want the disability, all right, fine. They don't want it. But the law should provide that that is the criteria to help a person. That they're disabled in some way, legally by the law. You know, there is there, 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 there is a law that buys you as a disabled person. Now, once you qualify, that should mean that you're entitled to benefits. All those other stupid things, you know, uh, income, uh, do you have this, do you have that, do you have this, should not come into play. Because if a person has something extra, why not build on that to help that person stay clear of a nursing home? That's why the law should be like that. Because of the damn nursing home. You get rid of the nursing home, then a person wouldn't have to worry about going into one. They could stay in their own home and, and, and the agencies could still raise money to help them and, and, and they could make money on it. All right, in a site brought to you by uh, Nobody's Starved on Long Island, 631-484-3085, dog food, cat food, and uh, uh, medical when they're able to do it. Talk to Gary. You need dog food, cat food, 
give them a call, 631-484-3085. Kennedy Realty, one of our friends. Thank you, Mr. Kennedy. 31-888-1186. Kennedy Realty, buy a house, sell a house. And we're happy that his wife is making progress with her cancer. All right. Prayers continue, please. Remember, all the animals are angels. I believe it. All right. We're brought to you by the Third Eye Insight. You want to stay in shape? Have some fun? Call the Devin Fernandez, 631 445-3464. Um, You heard about it on either site. 445-3464-631 area. Third Eye Insight. You can look them up. Intersight.info is our website. Intersight.info. Intersight means Freedom Advocates for the Disabled. And, uh, you can look us up to make a donation. That would be cool. I want to thank Silo for their donation. I'll be able to pick that up tomorrow indeed. Suffolk Independent Living Organization. Thank you so much for supporting Intersight. Thank you for allowing us to hold the nursing home news conference over there. And we'll get the, uh, hopefully, get the date tomorrow. We had to switch some things around. They have a lot of events going on at Silo. Tomorrow is the self-advocacy meeting, different workshops. Starts early in the morning. Go to the website. Silo.com, I think it is. Or .org. And you'll get the info. Uh, their number is 631-880-7929. Tomorrow is the uh, self-advocacy workshop. All right, Inner Sight brought to you by A Day for Milton. Anyone out there, we're looking for someone in another state. We did A Day for Milton last May here in New York. We'd like to find someone in another state who will... Uh, Orchestrate a day for Milton. You don't need any money to do it. You need a place to do it. And we'd be, of course, happy to to help. In fact, I'm traveling to uh, Pennsylvania in a few weeks to try to set up a day for Milton out there in the same town where Intersight brought, got the uh, bus company, the Red Rose bus company, to put up braille and raised print signs so people can find the the bus stop and it also tells you what bus stop there too they put up the whole deal a good example for the whole country and intersight helped to bring that about we did the uh intersight show right on the square so we're going to look to try to get a day for milton in the Lancaster area. Uh, Milton, the guide dog, of course, that was killed by the guide dog school. Uh, 
And we're beginning to learn that a lot of people are afraid to talk about the day, about what happened to Milton, which leads us to believe that people know more than they're letting on to. So we're going to try to open up an investigation. I spoke to Michelle today. We have a phone meeting on Monday. We're going to try to open up a best, uh, an investigation into the school to try to get more evidence and information as to what happened. We'll keep you posted on that. <clears throat> In a site, Frank, uh, 817. Yeah, hello. Hi, we have Joe um, waiting patiently. <laughs> He's listening, but I want him to speak with him a bit. <laughs> All right. All right here we go. All oh, right. in a minute? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, brought to you by uh, Silo. I'll mention that again because tomorrow is a big uh, advocacy meeting over there. Six three one eight eight zero seven nine two nine. All right. Don't forget the Big East Akita Rescue. Good friends over there. Big East Akita Rescue. Six zero nine three eight eight seven zero zero four. On the Big East, Joanne Diamond. She's a lady. And uh, we thank her so much for all her help. All right, in a sight, talking tonight about how the government is condescending toward us. One big way is the fact that there's no licensing of guide dog schools, no regulation. And now even in the, in, in, in the, in the midst of a death of a guide dog because the school was negligence and probably more, the politicians still haven't made a move to license the uh, service dog schools. We have to deal with them. We're the ones who are being punished because of the whole thing. All right, in inside, let's take a phone call. Let's take that phone call from uh, Joe if you're still on the line. Yeah, he's still there. Hello. Hey. Hello, Joe. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Horrible? One says good, no, one good, says good, horrible. Good. Oh, huh, okay. <laughs> so, Suzanne, I heard you say that you wanted to talk to me about something, so that's why I raised my hand. Yeah, you didn't want to know what it was? I had seen you, not seen you, heard you on another uh, podcast. I said, that's Joe, because <laughs> I listen to some of them sometimes. And I, I knew that you were on a podcast. I'm like, ah, there he is. <laughs> That's basically what it was. I don't remember the name of the podcast. Oh, okay. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to be hosting a show tomorrow at um, 7 p.m. It'll probably be my last uh, effort because it's a show that's about trying to find help. You know, as you guys are trying to find help for the disabled, this show is about trying to find help for the incarcerated, so that the incarcerated, those who are incarcerated unjustly especially, will get the mental help that they need inside prison 
and when they uh, their time is up, that they can transition over to um, you know the private sector, so that they don't become a danger to society, and we'll be able to adjust. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing a um, a show for uh, for her tomorrow, and it will be my last show, because. Um, the, the resources necessary in order to try to get um, the um, people together so that they can actually influence the congressmen and, um, and the people at large to get help. Um, they're not going to be able to do it. So um, that will be the end of that venture. Oh, okay. But in any case, that's tomorrow. So how are you two guys doing? Good, good. We're moving along, yeah. moving forward. Fairly well. Support <laughs> of the independent league. Oh, good. Yeah. We got the first news conference coming up on the nursing home. We move. We have seventy six. When's 000. that, Brent? Uh I'll find out tomorrow. We're going to sit. We had to change the date because there's a lot of activity. Okay. At this dependent living, seventy six thousand names on our. Uh, Service dog petition to license the schools. Oh, so see that's see now that's 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 getting uh, people together in order for them to do something which hopefully will turn out to be um, uh, according to what people want. I personally am not for licensing and regulations of uh, most industries by the government because the government fucks things up. And they oh, yeah. make it hard for people to actually, um, you know, perform a job that the uh, that the public actually wants them to do. And they steal money from the entrepreneurs through licensing fees and, um, you know, and overburden some laws that um, have helped. Now, helped is the wrong word, but have pushed people out of their particular industries, um, you know, and they could have stayed in there and actually done some uh, done some good for the consumer. But who knows? Some licensing is good. Licensing for uh, for doctors, I'm all for. You know, for when you have an occupation that requires so much knowledge, um, you should be able to pass tests. But then again, big pharma probably controls uh, what the uh, what the doctors do. So you know, it's all a big merry-go-round. Yeah. Well, yeah. in most cases, I would agree with you. But the schools need to be regulated. They're, they're too uppity. They killed the guide dog. They got away with it. You know, we need to get some regulation against. Yeah, but that's presuming that the politicians won't be corrupt. In my opinion, politicians will be corrupt in every aspect of what everybody oh, yeah. wants. Oh yeah. You can't stop that. You, you can't stop that. People are going to be corrupt. They're going to be corrupt. well. Well, you can't say they can't stop it. You got seventy-six thousand signatures on a petition. Can you imagine what would happen if you had seventy-six thousand people gathered together to try to find um, <coughs> real ways to, let's say, expose a corrupt uh, politician or to support a candidate that they absolutely know will be an honest politician? Well, I don't know uh, anybody like that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did it. Neither did Harry you know? Truman. I mean, you know what Harry? You, you know how? Well, you have to grill them. I've grilled politicians, and you have to find out then and there, having them put skin in the game, um, if they'll be able to um, live up to certain promises. Now they all make promises and they all break them. 
But if you put yeah. their um, their to- uh, if you put their uh, their feet to the uh, to the fire, and you say within one month, okay, even though you're a freshman congressman or a freshman senator, and you have no power whatsoever, you still do have power of the press, and you have the freedom to go around to your particular constituents, not just constituents, but your fellow colleagues, and get um, confirmation from them that they will be on your side uh, for mm-hmm. this particular goal that you have. And if you don't do this, will you be amenable to being kicked out of office the first month or two? I've had one guy say yes. Well, we need we need a, a an independent committee of disabled people to watch over the regulations and the license. That's for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. They, they've and got skin in the game. They're, they're motivated. Absolutely. Yep. That's what's needed. And that's what we're going to fight for. Good. And mm-hmm. I hope that they don't get through. You know what? There's a, uh, every year the civilian review board that's supposed to oversee the uh, the cops from a uh, uh, private perspective, mm-hmm. they don't pay attention yes. to them. You know? Well, you they got take some power, but they don't know how to harness it. And do the best you can. You know, that's all you can do, man. What are you going to do? Well, you you keep know? on plugging away. Yes, that's um, the attitude a lot of people have. Excuse me, Joe and Frank. I, the thing I don't understand is how can a petition have views of 5,890 but yet not, you know, be taken up as a as a good cause and, and people increasing that number even beyond 5,890 uh, petition views, but yet only 175 people supported it. It just doesn't make sense. That's the yeah, nursing home. got to get out there and talk to people. I told you that a million times. I've been. You're not out there. Where are you? You're home. I went the other day, and I went to the mall to check it out. That's all I was able to yeah. do outside the mall, not in the mall itself. Did you have the proper uh, uh, tools? Do you have a sign? Do you have a flyers? You can't just, you know, you, you got you to gotta show people something. Well, I bought my... I brought my uh, tablet with me. Does that work? Yeah. But I didn't like the fact that I was outside, you know, and I couldn't go inside, which is kind of weird why they would do something like that. Well, that's why I told you to call and find, see if you can get permission. Tell them what you're trying to do. Yeah. you got to set it up in the right way. No, I understand. I truly understand. I realized it when You're I actually good, started good doing that you it. Went. How yeah. long did you stay there? Not long because I wasn't getting anybody <laughs> in the parking lot, and then the security you guy came. At least a couple of hours just to yeah, be able to. But exactly. you gotta have a you gotta have a sign. You gotta have a, a flyer to hand out. Okay, sounds good to me. Yeah, that could. Uh, I mean, that's that's one aspect. That's one. That's one way of doing it. Do you guys mail up? Do you guys have a newsletter? No. No, that's another way of doing it. And then you don't um, have to. We you don't have to wheel yourself around, Suzanne. 
if you mm-hmm. have a newsletter and if you have software that can mail out the newsletter to the people mm-hmm. that you want to mail them to, you know, like people who have been on your show, um, certain senators and congressmen that you feel are in your corner, um, authors, for example, who will be who might be on the show, my show tomorrow, um, yeah. and you get them together and you mail them a newsletter telling them about your progress, asking them for ideas. You have a website up there that has a comment section so that they can make comments. It'll attract, um, you know, make you higher in the rankings in Google. It also attract more people. So oh, that's yeah. also another way of you're doing gonna, it. Okay. You gotta have somebody who's gonna do this, be in charge of it, and, and be and be faithful and, and vigilant. We don't have that. Why not? The next day they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you have, have to. Okay. Well, again, I gave you the Hope Collection. I gave you that uh, two websites ah. that have volunteers. Um, ask them, and see what they say. You said Hope Connection, right? I just want to make sure. Hope Collect, yeah, Hope Collection. Oh, collection. Either dot, okay. uh, yeah. The Hope Collection, as a matter of fact. The Hope Collection. Okay. okay. And there's another one, uh, the name of which I forget. But then again, it's, it's always going to take elbow grease, and, it's going, and you're always going to get frustrated, Frank. Okay? I formed a coalition for uh, Ron Paul back in 2007. It took a lot of work. I had volunteers working for me, had to check up on them. They were pretty good volunteers, though. But I still had to do a lot of paperwork and do a lot of crap myself. It takes time. Nothing's going to happen unless people put in the freaking time. Hmm. Yeah, because you don't have anything to offer them. What do you mean? You have to have something to offer people, or otherwise they're not going to volunteer. I mean financially. If you had, if you had oh, the money, that's what. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. Have, yeah, you could yeah. hire. That's why you have volunteers. The They're not going to work mm-hmm. for the money. No, that's but, but that's the better way to do it. Yeah. Of course, no, if you well, had no. the money, you could have people. In, you could, all, you know. Then you are the uh, the other person that tells them what to do, and they know that if they don't do what you say, they're going to get fired. But volunteers. You have to offer them the opportunity to do something which they are interested in. If they're there for, to help the world in some way, then you say, you know what, there's a lot of causes out here. This particular cause is to help disabled people who um, society discriminates against. They don't put in the, um, the ramps that they're supposed to put in. Um, and, and you can list a number of ways that society discriminates against them and how it would benefit your volunteer to work for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, sure it makes sense. Find the right people. <laughs> well, then you put up yeah. a website and you advertise for it. Yeah. If you don't do it, if you did this a year ago, maybe you would have had five volunteers by now. But if you're saying, hey, nothing works, you know what? You're joining the ranks of well, other I'm not people saying that. the I'm talk saying show. I'm saying we don't, we don't have the right people to do it. Right. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Suzanne says she's going to do things, do things, do things. She never does anything. Because I don't it's feel all well after time. Up, no, that's it. All right. All right, never right mind. Now I'll, I'll, I'll call the Hope Collection tomorrow and see what they can do for me and, and Frank. 
Yeah, or you can go to the website, you know, and um, yeah, I have the website. Though. Check out what they have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's your thing, guys. You guys, you guys do whatever you feel is proper. Yeah, we yeah, put I the feel word like, out. Yeah, spread the word out. We help people as much as we can, you know, with the resources that we have. Right. Well, I understand. Well, anyway, you're, yeah. you're telling me that things are moving along fairly smoothly now. So you've got some, uh, you know, you got some growth. You got seventy-six thousand signatures, which is pretty damn good. So hopefully, mm-hmm. you guys will parlay from there. Oh, okay. we're gonna do it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. We're working on getting the school investigated now. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Okay. I've got to tell you that. <laughs> See what that brings. What are right. talking hey, about? Joe. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Sure, not a problem. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and let you guys get back to the show. So um, right. I'll talk to you guys another time. All right. Take care. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. You got it. All right. In a sight. And uh, talking tonight about how the government is very, very condescending toward us by the fact that they allow uh, discrimination to happen. They even promote it in some ways. I mean, they haven't done a damn thing about the death of Milton. Take that example right there. You know, there's no money behind the uh, Americans with Disability Act with all the all the uh, buildings that are not accessible. That's very condescending to people. The whole the whole system is. Uh, operates that way. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't think it's ever really going to change unless a group like us comes into a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Because all the others are tied into the state, and they're very, very limited. You know, they're only allowed to do so much. So uh, we have to find, like like Ira said to me the other day, we, we need to find a spokesperson is what we really need. Somebody that people will, will listen to, somebody people recognize, a spokesperson who believes and understands that this system is broken, that it has to be fixed. And the whole thing, the proof, the, one, one of the major proofs of that is the death of Milton. It was so horrible that that happened, you know. I met a woman the other day uh, told me she worked for the guide dog school. We got to talking. It's, it's funny, you know, because I was in this uh, cafe and she said to me, "Oh, uh, I, I like your dog. Uh, I want, I want to buy your breakfast." You know, and the minute she said that, I got a little vicious. You know, 
we got to talking, and I told her about Milton, and she said, oh, I know, I know that was, that was a horrible accident. I said, well, it was no accident. The woman got arrested. How, how was it an accident? You know? And then when I told her that I'm not very fond of the way the guide dog school operates, she forgot that she was wanted to be nice to me and all that, and paid for her food and ran out the door. And before she left, she said, oh, I know that that trainer i know i know that some of the people at that school are, are, are very shady and she ran out the door so what does it mean it means that people know things they know something about what happened and they're not telling it and then she she told me she she, she knew the trainer she was friends with the trainer so what what they did to Michelle was very condescending. They lied to her, you know, and didn't tell her the truth until Milton was gone. Very, very condescending toward her. And the fact that they won't service her is very condescending because she doesn't believe them. And I don't blame her. You know, how can you how can you believe people like that? They lied to her and the dogs showed up dead. Now they won't service her. Talk about condescending. The worst. So in so many different ways, we have to deal with that kind of an attitude because the government doesn't see it or doesn't want to see it. These attitudes, the ways we're treated in connection with, and especially with the connection with the American Disability Act. That law should be upgraded and made criminal. I really believe that. If a person knows that they can go to jail for assaulting a disabled person, be it mentally or physically, that's what we need. We need a much stronger connection with that law much stronger. And I believe that that would curb condescending attitudes tremendously. That along with funding to straighten things out, to to get rid of uh, a lot of discrimination, to license the schools, to make more and more things accessible. You need money for that. And these agencies are in a good position to raise that money. So there's two ways you can stop people from being condescending. Strengthen the law, make it criminal, and put money 
behind the ADA. If there was money behind the ADA, when I walked into that store today, those labels would be accessible, whether I had a phone or not. And that's how it should be. So there's two ways. And again, we're not asking the government for more money. We're asking the government to mandate the agencies start raising that money and get rid of the condescending attitudes that we have to deal with. Now, coming up uh, in another little more than a year is the uh, presidential election. Uh, You know, and and, and as we get closer and closer to that, you're going to hear all kinds of lying promises from people. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. But if they really want to help, there's approximately 40 million disabled in this country, maybe more. And with all these conflicts going on, that number is growing every day. If they really want to help, make the ADA criminal, license the school with severe penalties if proven they're deserving of it. They're dealing with somebody's life and allow the agencies to raise money to tear down the barriers that prevent people from getting jobs and going in and and, uh, living their lives. That's what we need. Agencies should have a whole list of reasons why they're raising money, including keeping people out of nursing homes. And, of course, that should be just about number one. Get rid of these stupid-ass nursing homes. We don't need them. And they're wasting a lot of money. Of course, the big question is, will a politician have the guts to stand up and address this and even do something about it? Like I mentioned the other night, we'd like to have an example of a bill, let's say, on on, on nursing homes or, or licensing the service dogs, schools, or how the agencies would be mandated to raise the money. Any, any, any one of those would do. A, a legislative draft is what I'm talking about. To show people or to read to people, this is what I intend to do if I'm elected president or or senator, whatever it is, you know, that that I will promote and and let people know that they don't believe in nursing homes. They don't believe in in unregulated places that that are supposed to keep you safe from danger. Michelle now is in more danger because of what they did to Milton. Anybody ever think of that? She's in more danger. She has to go around without her dog. 
it's horrible. If somebody was made to do that and and uh, uh, their eyes were, were damaged or, or, you know, taken away in some way, they, the, the parties who did it, they wouldn't get away with it. What kind of hell would break loose? Break loose. So we need these politicians to really demonstrate how they're going to change system for the better, especially when it comes to the disabled and the and and the elderly. That takes in a lot of people. Uh, Eight forty-five, New York. Uh, oh, if you want to call in here, two one three eight one six one six five zero. We have any callers on the line? No, just us. Now tomorrow night the funnies over here. So uh, goof off and uh, uh, Sweet Pepper Treat should be here tomorrow night. A couple of goofy songs. Louie will be here. And we'll just have some fun and... Uh, I might have a Mox... Uh, really? Groucho Marx... Uh, I might be able to put a Groucho Marx on the board so we can have that during the show. Well, we had the Groucho Marx last week. I don't know if you played uh, yeah, it. Yeah, but it wasn't week. like uh, fully... You didn't play it on the air. Yeah, no. You played it on the air, but you didn't play it on the air. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I hope you can play it on the air. Well, I'm going to put it on the board. I think that's better. This way we can get it. All right, in a sight, brought to you by all the beautiful children of the world, Corey Foster of Auntie Oquindo. Baby Royalty, Little Tommy, Ollie Campbell. I want to say hello to Andrea and her two little ones, uh, Elijah and Eve. Elijah is autistic. And I hope to get her on the program soon. Uh, Inner Sight, go an extra mile for a child. That's our saying. Put it into practice. And bless all the children. Yeah, right. right. And our hearts go out to all the uh, people in in the Middle East with all that craziness going on. Horrible how people how people hate. You know, there's, yeah. there's, 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 there's so many different forms of, of, of hatred, uh, uh, condescending. People don't realize it a lot of times. But a condescending attitude is part of hatred. You know, we don't want to. You know, don't 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 come in here and bother us or whatever the case may be. It's a form of hatred. Sure is. And that's why that's why it should be criminal if proven. It really should be. It should be is right. It would make a big difference, I think. Uh, what are those voices in the background I hear? you got to put, put put yourself on mute. Okay. 
I hear voices in the background. All right, in a sight. And uh, let me go down the schedule. Last Monday we were off holiday. Monday is mad or glad. You talk about anything you're mad about or glad about. Tuesday night is open mic. We missed that because of the blog. We were going to have open mic tonight, but I, this subject hit me when I uh, was in that store today, so I think it's a good subject. Uh, Wednesday is the nursing home show. We were on last night with the nursing home show. And we need signatures on that petition. Go to change.org. Put in the inner site, find the nursing home, read it. There's a lot of good information in there, how it's going to work. you got to read it. All right? And Thursday is usually a different subject or a guest. Friday is the frolics. So that's the inner site schedule normally. Of course, it's flexible and we... we may have to change it to accommodate someone or some situation. We're always ready to do that. Feel that you've been looked down on as a disabled person. You know, if you think your rights have been violated, we have a civil rights lawyer. And he's a disabled lawyer. He's a great guy. And he cares about people. You don't have to pay him. He's an ADA lawyer. Uh, Boy, his number is 516-783-9662. If you call us, we'd be happy to uh, give you an introduction or you want to call him directly. Whatever way you want to do it, tell him the situation, and he will tell you if you have a case, you know, sometimes people uh, misinterpret or, or they don't understand. Or, uh, Jimmy, uh, James Bahamunde, that's his name, Bahamunde, by asking you questions and talking with you, he'll be able to determine the case. And I like that because that shows that he cares to the point where uh, he's not going to waste your time. And we all know that the courts are jammed up. Litigation can take a long time. So, uh, Bahamunde, a guy to talk to if you feel that you've been looked down upon by anyone, or, you know, if you're disabled. Again, that number, 516-783-9662. Good friend. Yeah, and uh, don't take it lying down. Stand up for your right. Don't let people be condescending towards you. You don't have to be violent, but let them know. You know, let them know that 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 you have rights that uh, 
I'm not going to take this from you. You know, you, you have no right to talk to me that way or whatever the situation may be, you know. Like I told that woman today, she was a nice lady. But when I told her what you just said to me could lead to a lawsuit, she got very nervous and uh, tried to find what I was looking for more. So I think I kind of woke her up. She didn't want to. She didn't want to lose her job, you know, because people think that way sometimes. Manager will blame me, and I'll lose my job. So stand up for your right. Don't be afraid of these people. Don't let them push you around. One way that you can uh, fight being looked down upon, and of course uh, the, uh, the lawyer. Uh, it's unfortunate that the agencies that have the money are not doing anything about these issues. And I'm not just talking about the independent living because they 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 have a regular uh, a budget and all that and uh, the programs. I'm talking about these big agencies that have money that are not using it in the right way. Private agencies. Now, supposedly, private agencies have more uh, leeway. They're they more, they're more uh, you know, they're not subject to the usual laws as a, as a uh, public agency would be through the state and all that. So they could do more if they wanted to. I wonder how many agencies there are, private agencies, who have billions of dollars who are just sitting back and watching all these issues and not doing anything about them. A good example, again, of that is, is, is Milton. What, what, what have any of these agencies done about that? Forget about the state and all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the private agencies who have not, to my knowledge, taken up the cause of Milton, you know, with their money and, and have approached. Why haven't they approached Michelle and said, hey, the horrible what happened? What can we do to help? And then do it. I don't think she's gotten one phone call from any of these very wealthy agencies. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because they all assume, and this is why we're in this situation, they all assume that the school is right. See? That's why you need a law, so you can prove that they're wrong. With the purpose, and not 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 because of vengeance or because you you want to get even with them and all that. No. With the purpose of improving them, making them better, better for the people, better for the animals. That's the whole. That would be the whole intent of the law. Every law has an intent. 
you know. And with the service dog school, part of the intent must be, and if you violate this person's right and it's proven in a court of law, you can go to jail for X amount, whatever, you know, they'd have to put a, a criminal tag on it. I think that's needed. Because then people would, 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 would tend to tend to care more. They they wouldn't they wouldn't be so uppity and think they know everything and try to hide things. You know, we're we're talking about fairness here. We're not talking about uh, railroad all these people into jail, all the, you know, all these agencies. No. A lot of good people who work with these places. This law would protect them too. So it, 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 it's a two-edged sword, so to speak. And that's why you need laws. That's why there are laws and regulations to, to protect people and improve the uh, situation improve the, the agency and the schools and, and improve the uh, training of service dogs. One way you can do that, teach people how to do it. What's the big secret? You know, all about the money. We'll be with you tomorrow night on the funnies. Thank you very much. Inner sight means freedom. Advocates for the disabled. I want to thank all our friends, all those who have signed the petition. Callers, Suzanne, for setting up the show. Thank you. And we'll be with you uh, tomorrow night on the funnies. Have a little fun. All right. Goodbye, world. Inner sight. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Inner, inner sight. More, 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 more. We want more inner sight. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.